Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you once again for joining us. We have once again, as we did last week, we have Danny Vanek from the Union Gospel Mission on the show with us. And we've been talking, we talked last week uh, about some of the remodeling that's going on. So, Danny, say hello to everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. Nice to be back again. So do you find in a world that that uh, seems to be pretty depressed over things, do you find some some hope and excitement uh, to still be functioning? Yes, I do. You know, uh, functioning in Christ. Amen. You know, uh, with everything that's happening right now, the, the weight wants to bring a lot of people down, but we have to remember to keep looking up. You would down. think one of the most depressing places in the whole of all this would be a r- rescue mission, right? Yeah. A recovery mission. You would think that would be really where it was really depressing and dull and all those kind of things. Do you think that's the case? No, I don't. You know, our guys in the program, uh, we, 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 we put back into them, you know, and the guys in the program are, are in Christ and they're, they're striving to be better than where they were, you know, and uh, we're giving them the tools to, to get where they need to be. You know, we're putting love into them. Is there some laughter and joy still being functioning or still functioning at the mission? A lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. The guys are the guys are having fun. You know, they're camaraderie with each other. Sure. They're not always fun. Not always. But. Not always. But you know, it's just they're learning camaraderie. They're yeah. learning to turn to their fellow man. Yeah. So uh, well, and and you know what? Sometimes hard times draw people together, yes, and it does. we still have opportunity to laugh. We still have opportunity to do some things. We were just talking about the fact, even though our our chapel isn't able to be open right now, right. because we can't social distance the chapel and right. still accommodate the folks from the street. So what we're doing is we're making sure that they have food. We've got disposable stuff that we give to not not the food. I mean, we have disposable the takeout the takeout trays take takeout trays right. And so we're still feeding, maybe even more than we did before. Yeah. Uh, So we're still maintaining that, you know, and and we can get down about things. We can look at the glass half empty or that we've got a problem. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, of course, because that wouldn't be unfair. But uh, one of our big suppliers for food uh, who donated a lot to us, they signed a contract with another county. And so they're taking all their stuff to another county. And so... Uh, I am grateful to them for the time that they did supply for us. I, I truthfully am, and I hope that. But I have confidence that God will replace all that, that was lost there. Amen. And regardless, we are going to keep feeding the homeless. We're going to keep doing the things. We're not cutting any programs, none of that. I don't want you guys to think that that I'm coming on the radio to let you know how bad things are because things are not bad. Uh, God has seen us through all these things and will see us through all these things. That's why you don't hear our advertisements talking about, oh, we need money because of this or that. And the reason for that is is because we are so grateful for the donors who have, like my commercial, like our commercial said a few weeks ago, 
Hey, we are grateful to each one of you. You you know, you guys have been amazing for us. <clears throat> Calling and sending letters. Prayers. Prayers and, and telling us, you know, thank you for being there and supporting us. And so I'm just saying that although there's some really hard things that are going on and we see a lot more people who need food boxes and things like that because jobs that have been lost, I just want you to know how grateful we truly are that God has brought us to a place uh, like like was said to Esther for just such a time as this. And so we're continuing to feed, continuing to have our program in there, and there's some joy, there's some happiness, and there's those kind of things. And, you know, you may not realize this, but every day we pray for the people of Sacramento and, and for yes. the lost world in general. Yes, right, Danny? Yes, we do. We just we pray for all of those that are suffering right now with the loss of work. We pray for all those that with loss of family members. Oh, we, yeah. We pray for those that are suffering through what we're going through right now. Just anybody that's associated with a mission we pray for, and we pray for the lost souls that don't know our Lord Jesus Christ. So yeah. it's just, that's what power of prayer is an awesome thing, and we believe in that. We do believe in that, and and uh, so we were talking last week about all the changes that are going on in the mission. We were yeah. able to update. Uh, we have our program guys side, which is for 24 men on our drug and alcohol. Yes. Well, it's not just drug and alcohol. Yeah. There's Any many, addiction. many kinds of addictions. Right. Uh, <clears throat> most of us don't think about the many kinds of addictions, but you can be addicted to sex. You can be addicted to drugs, alcohol, food, there, food. Yeah. There are people who are called cutters and you may be unfamiliar with that, but those are people that cut their own skin and it becomes an addiction. Yep. And sometimes you will see a man and we've seen them that their bodies are just covered with Which different cuts. places that right. they've cut their their themselves in yeah. crisscross stuff. So uh, having said that, you would think again that uh, we'd be kind of depressed. Well, right now we were also having got the opportunity, since we were planning on doing it anyway, we had um, we had uh, the the dorm retrofitted, yep. replaced, crumbling. Uh, Crumbling wood. Wood inside the wall. We had no idea that it was like that. No. Had we not started this project, we don't know what would have been. Until we took the sheetrock down. Yeah, because it wasn't visible from the outside. Right. So when now we were alerted to that. We were able to replace wiring, plumbing, yep. uh, walls, and all those kind of she things. Rock insulation, everything. And carpet, you even yeah. you even had them put nice new lighting in and stuff yeah, like new that. lighting in, everything. And we're not talking about for the... We're for the administration side. Yeah, we're not talking like we don't know chandeliers and stuff no, like no. that. But, <laughs> but efficient, efficient lighting, yes. you know, for the yes. building. Which it, is cost effective. Yeah, very cost effective. That's what we're looking for. And, and, test of time. and after I've talked to him, uh, because I still forgot to, to ask him if it was okay, but we have a donor that called us up and said, hey, you guys are wanting to repair. Uh, retrofit the dorm for the men and he said i know that you would like to put air conditioning in and he said and i would like to pay for that yeah he did and uh he's a man uh here in california that well he he had been a judge he had been a lot of things yep. and so i promise once i've talked to him if he's okay with it i'm going to tell you who it is because yep. i am really appreciative that he did that yep. 
And so we have now air conditioning over there. Yep. Uh, all permitted, all inspected, Everything. all that kind of stuff. And it and it is thanks to him giving yeah. the money to have that done. Amen. So we didn't just take that from uh, our resources to buy food and say, hey. But it's important for these guys trying to come through a recovery program to have some comfort at night. That's right. We all want to have it. Yep. You know, and we all want to have it home at night when we go to sleep, and it's hard to get up there and go to sleep, and then, t- and you're worried about how hot it is, and you, you can't sleep now. You're worried about what your, where your life is and everything else. Yeah, a good night's sleep starts for a solid day. How so, would how would you know that about the dorms? Uh, I spent I spent nine months up there in those dorms. Okay, in the heat of summer and everything. So yeah, it's just I know it's uh, this it can is be one tough. of those. It, it can be tough. Picture yourself. It in, is tough in, in a bunk bed. Yeah. With 23 other guys, not in the same bunk bed, but, (laughs) you know, that would be really tough. Really bad. (laughs) Or it would be a really tall bunk bed. (laughs) But there's 24 men on our drug and alcohol program at max. And so uh, we don't always have 24 men, right? Right. It fluctuates. But there are guys up there that snore. There are guys that, you know. uh, Yeah. And Insomniacs, everything. Oh, then you couple that with. You know, when the it heat. got humid outside, yeah. evaporative coolers just don't, don't work, work well. And yeah. especially when you've got 24 men living together, essentially on top of each other. Right. Uh, right now, they're out in the other dorm. They're socially distanced to six feet at minimum. Right. And so it's a little better. They're one man per bed. Right, one man per bed. Right. But once we move back into the dorm, once this has all passed, they're going to go back to the bunk beds. Right. Hey, even to little things, like you got a smoking good deal on lockers, right? Yeah, we got we got an excellent deal on lockers for the guys. The guys' lockers were... Um, shot. 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 <laughs> Probably 45 years old. <laughs> they were, and used when the mission got them. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so it was time to upgrade. And uh, so we, we got an excellent deal on, on some lockers, and we brought some new lockers in. They're actually a little bit taller and just... The guys really like them. It's it's a cleaner environment, and when guys go up there and they open it up, it's just not it doesn't not old and and beat up and everything else. So we're going through and we're kind of re, re, revamping the stuff that guys the guys are around, giving them when they come through a fresh fresh feel. Yeah, you know, and I always felt bad that uh, the administration building was a new building, and yeah. so it all looked good and clean and all that kind of stuff, and you feel bad that they. The program guys and the guests have all the old stuff over there. Yep. So over the course of time, we've tried to get things fixed up, replaced. Yeah. Well, it's um, hard when you're open, tw- you know, seven days a week. Yeah. To to block a time slot off and then to close showers down and then do a remodel. So we're having to piece it together, and in a form so we're not disrupting the services too mu- too much, but still right. we can get that job done. So it just it takes out a long time in order to move through the entire building. It really does. And uh, Danny is really very good at coordinating these type of things and uh, not just coordinating these things, but he has a knack for, I don't know how he does it exactly, <laughs> but he can find the best deal some someplace. And I think part of it is he kind of, he looks for one thing, but when he sees something else <laughs> that... Okay, well, that project we're going to do down the line, but ooh, 
This is half price, so let me buy that now. Uh, he just came to me with another idea about the connexes, right? Yeah, that's just, well. We're, we're we have one acre, and we're we're tight for space, and we have a couple of uh, box trailer. Uh, actually, the back boxes of a truck that we used right. that were pulled off, and there we there we probably they've been there since I have been there. And we yeah, one Ron's, Ron, Ron's company donated. Yeah. Well, one of them. One of them, yeah. yeah. So they're just getting old and dilapidated. So um, found this place with Connexes, and it was just like they heard about the mission and what we do, and I told sure. them what they were for, and he was just like, wow, they'd love to help us. So I, too, couple- am getting a little old and dilapidated. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to put we're gonna make more space, uh, utilizable space, a place where sure. you lock the guys' bikes up and things like this and uh, everything else. So. Yeah, because Eric Rios, uh, who is not only our aftercare specialist, specialist but yeah. our physical fitness specialist, yeah, exactly. he takes the guys out on bike rides, bike rides. and stuff. Plus yeah. the fact on their days off, uh, you know, when we weren't locked down, they could go out and ride around and, Go. They could just go places and, on and those 30, bikes. Thirty minutes a day. They have time with during the thirty minutes a day. Yeah. Each day they can go out for half an hour ride and come back. Yeah, and or the run. other thing that we want to do is we want to make sure that uh, we have. And I'm not talking about hoarding. I'm talking about when the supplies are available, so we're not taking them from anybody else. I would not. I would not, in good conscience, go out and just. Buy everything off the shelves so nobody right. else could have right. it. It's just wrong because right. everybody's needing it. But once it's opened up where, you know, toilet paper is plentiful, paper towels are plentiful, masks and all that kind of stuff, then what we want to do is we want to have a storage section that we have those things on hand because unlike the rest, we have our program guys that we have to take care of. Right. And we have to have masks for them and right. gloves because they're dealing still. With our guests. Even though we're trying to keep the distance, right. we still need to get masks on them and masks even for the staff. And then when we serve dinner in the even time, the, yep. guys, the guys preparing the meals for our guests, they have to have masks on, gloves on. Correct. And so it, the reason we're going to set this up is that way because people may not realize, but with a mission and our guys dealing with a guest, they come in and get clothes, get shower and stuff, then we have to clean up after them, all this stuff. We've got 24 guys in our drug and alcohol program, and they're constantly wiping things down, cleaning stuff, using right. hand sanitizer. We've got 25 staff members that come and go through those areas, too. And so it's just, it's, 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 it uses a lot of this material to keep, keep everything clean over here. But it's now the supplies out there are getting short, so we're having to try to get, get some more of these sure. things, the gloves and masks and hand sanitizer. Yeah, and it was very difficult for a while. It uh, was. Danny, Danny worked on it, thankfully, and uh, I know that I remember when one of the companies donated to us two gallons of hand sanitizer yeah. Yeah. Uh, that he had been working on trying to get, and they found out who we were because, see, here's the thing. We talk about what we want. You know, we want to have this, we want, but the mission has to have these yeah, things. Yeah, we have to. So we want to set it up so that we can make sure that whatever we're going to have doesn't go bad. Right. Okay. And so if if we have gloves, then we know how long nitrate gloves last, correct? Mm -hmm. And so what we'll do is we use them all the time regardless of what's going on because we have to do this all the time, right? Right. So then we'll move, we'll put the new ones in the back, move the old ones to the front. And that way, should we ever wind up in this situation again 
we can keep that mission rolling and helping people outside, right? And not taking from supplies at the hospitals and things yeah, like that we need at that current time. Exactly. We would not do that. But right. we we had, uh, I mean, we had got some stuff that we weren't planning on having to buy. We bought uh, those uh, hospital bed type. No, what what they're yeah, just they're they're the 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 cots the cots that cots with yeah. the nice thick four six inch mattresses, right. just so we could isolate somebody Each quarantine area. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't handle somebody with COVID nineteen, but we could isolate until we could find out Correct. if they had it, right. so that we didn't infect anybody. So some folks are saying, yeah, but. But, you know, I, I don't agree with this or I don't, you know, I don't think we need to do that. Okay, but here's the deal. As Christians running the mission, whether we agree with something or we don't agree with it, unless it contradicts the word of God, Christ. we need right. to obey the authorities until it disagrees with God. God's word, that's right. And in that case, then all bets are off. However, telling us we need mass, telling us we need that, this and that. You know what? The proof is in the pudding, at least. We didn't never had got anybody sick at the mission nope. so far. No, we haven't had one person at the mission right now. And not only not sick with with the pandemic, we just haven't had anybody sick, sick, period. I know. <laughs> I mean, early on, one guy had some stomach trouble, stomach but trouble, it had yeah. nothing to do with the flu or right, anything yeah, else. No. And he's still on the program. He's yeah. fine. A week later, he was okay, and yep. or even two or three days later, because yeah. sometimes you eat something or whatever. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just don't feel good. Yep. So, having said that, when we say we want to build up our supplies, should this ever happen again, the whole idea is if we're ordered to do something, we're going to have to Apply. do it. Right. Right. It right. it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing to do. If if we're ordered to do it, as long as it doesn't contradict it's the word of God, right. then we're going to try to do our best. Amen. So we want to have all the supplies we need. Yep. And because I tell you the truth, I was caught short. I did not realize that this would happen. Right. And so we didn't have all the supplies. We were used to getting the supplies when we needed yeah. them. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like even when it first happened, the toilet paper. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I. <laughs> I should have known because during the gas crisis in the 80s, yeah. the same thing happened. Oh, wow. I <laughs> told a paper. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, I heard Johnny Carson, a, a rerun of Johnny Carson. He right. said, so there's lines outside. We're short on gas. So what do you think we're running out of? He said, toilet paper. <laughs> well, wow. the same thing happened. People panicked. Yeah. And then people started buying up just tons of this stuff. More than they could use, yeah. uh, just because they didn't know, and that left people short. Yeah. You know, it's like I told you, Danny, one time. If I go into the hardware store and I need some bolts, and I think, well, I'll just buy them all here. I don't do that. I always leave a few there, right. just in case some guy Nobody comes else. in who needs a couple of bolts. Right. You know what I mean? And so, toilet paper and hand sanitizer. If we just kept our heads, right. we'd have all we needed. There really yeah. was no true shortage, no shortage at all. of toilet paper. Yeah, just people were hoarding. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but hopefully we'll learn. Yeah, no, I think we have a good game plan this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that we'll prepare ourselves, you know, for this. If it ever happens again, we'll prepare ourselves, keep rotating the stock through or we're yeah. 
Exactly. Have what we need to get us through the situation without having to take off supplies that are out there for the hospitals and things like that. That's exactly Amen. correct. Yeah, you had a great idea when you said when you when you put that forward to do that. So. Well, you know, the board of directors has always been behind me on these type of things, and they're on board with doing Amen. that. And we're gonna we're gonna talk to them about the connexes uh, because our old the back of the trailer or the trucks that we have they're certainly not. Is secure as a conduit. Yeah, no, is. they're they've they've been there for a few years and they're starting to they're yeah, starting to deteriorate, deteriorate and fall apart. And if you want to know what a con what I mean by conex, if you've ever seen a cargo ship with the great big cargo containers, those are what conexes yeah, are. Sea land containers, right? They're they're just the big cargo containers, and they have the big doors that seal, and they're solid steel. They have heavy duty floors. They weigh quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, I won't mention their name right now, but Danny has already been in touch with one group that when they found out that it was the Union Gospel Mission, they wanted to give us a pretty good deal on yeah, some of these yeah, connexes. Yeah, yes, they did. You know, we just so. need to get a couple, but they need to be pretty big, Yeah, four, well, we 40 get, foot. Yeah, get a couple, two 40-footers is what we're going to do. Yeah, so. and so a uh, little bit, little. And right. then uh, Danny just, uh, we had the time to dig up the things, and we got a couple of guys on the program that are just workers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, these. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, we got some rock delivered, and because we're gonna try to keep the place clean. That was your idea. Well, we got, that was that was a mutual idea about getting, keeping the you know the landscape and everything, and uh, so we got some river rock in, and we have a couple of workers, and it's just they for rallying other guys, and right now with you know some downtime to get into rallying them and getting them involved with uh, the cleanup around the mission and everything. And uh, thank you, Jesus, for these men. It was hey. just, he brings, we were, matter of fact, we were just talking out about that before we started the, the, uh, the show here, you know, about with uh, Steve and everything, about God brings the right people in at the right time when those people need to be needed. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so we've got some workers around the mission. They just, they're, yeah, they have, uh, they're, they're awesome. So, yeah, we got uh, we got a bunch of guys around the yeah, mission. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of them. Yes, uh, and I've had to go outside. I had to tell Big Tim. Tim is, yeah. you know, we got now three Tims on the property. Uh, yeah. There's me. There's <laughs> there's the cook Tim, and then there's uh, one of our program guys Tim, and he is. I had to go out and tell him, look, brother, I don't want you to get overheated in right. the sun out here. But he is just he he's just, a workhorse. He everything he does, he does to the max. Mac, yep. Yeah, he he does it to serve. He does. So, amen. He does, and so uh, at well, any rate, it was nice when you start a project and you're able, and, and he starts seeing how it's turning out. Oh yeah. And when you see how it's starting to turn out, you go, wow, this really looks nice, and it makes you put more into it because you want to see what it looks sure. like when it gets done. That's what that's just what keeps pushing his drive right there. So you know, and and the River Rock is not just an expense. Right. Uh, you go well. What are you spending money on that for? But it also it also cuts down on the amount of water that we have to yes. because we're not getting all the ev- evaporation through Correct. the ground cover. That's right. But we're still able to keep the little plants and trees surrounded by this stuff. Cut down on the water quite a bit. Right. And uh, it will last forever. Yeah. I mean, I have it on good authority that when when uh, Moses was here. There were rocks. <laughs> and they Amen. might even be the same ones. Same ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're out of time again. Uh, you got anything to say? Yeah. God bless you all. Amen. Just thank you very much. It's been a pleasure being on here, Pastor. You know what? 
we never know how long our time is, but right. the staff at the mission, the donors, and all of you, uh, I just thank you. And until Amen. we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.